if you don't go through the struggle part, you're not going to appreciate it later. Like you, if you stop for a half second, you better feel that space on the bing. You might want to consider leasing beats because it ain't pretty. Welcome back to another episode of the Producer Grind Podcast. Carrington, let her L with me. What's good, fam? How you feeling, bro? What's good, bro? What's good with you? How y'all feeling? Carrington? Chilling, man. Chilling. Listen, I feel refreshed. It's been a busy week, but it's podcast time as always. I'm excited, bro. Let's get to it. Let's get into it, man. Listen, who we got in the building now? We got one of the hottest young producers in the trap. This man is an in-house producer over at Free Bands. He's produced for Future, Young Scooter, Casino, Jake Paul, Moneybag Yo, Young Thug, Lil Durk, Wop Tarantino, T Grizzly, YFNK, Rich Drugs, and DJ Esco. Please welcome into the building, ATL Jacob. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, dude, What's up, y'all? How you feeling, man? Tired. <laughs> you just came for a workout? No, I got. Um, uh, I was. I, I was at the bank. Young rich nigga shit right Getting tired of the bank. Right, <laughs> All right, my guy. So for people that don't know who you are, just give us a little bit of background about how you got in the game, where you at, what you doing. Uh, I got known. I won't say no. Everybody asked that question. Mm-hmm. How how did I get my name out there? I really don't even know. I was just, I just know I was in the trap one day. <laughs> I, um, met Casino. I was in Casino Trap. See, we've been making music in the trap for about a minute. Yeah, leaned up with Future. It happened like that. After that, I, I went up. So what, like, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just asking because, like, I mean, I've been in a trap before, right? And I know why I go to the trap, right? Because we just, we just getting the notes together. Do you smoke? No, I don't smoke or drink. So you just, you was just chilling in yeah, the trap? Yeah, I was chilling, you yeah. know. Yeah, just chilling. Just chilling, doing <laughs> doing what you do. Probably getting somebody. All right, and um, also, what are some of the big events that kind of led up to your success that you've had this year? This year, so yeah. far? Uh, I'm going to start from Scooter Project. You know him shouting me out. That was the hardest thing. ATL Jacob, ATL Jacob. Hell yeah. You be using that as a tag now, right? Yeah, it's on that uh, Blockboy JB mm-hmm. project. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, I seen one of the comments, they were like, I just hear Young Scooter. <laughs> that was funny. And then, what else? We had uh, Moneybag, when he posted that video, Love of Lust, and tagged mm-hmm. me. Okay. Everybody went crazy. I could probably gain 2,000 followers off of him. Dang. <laughs> I just come up. Yeah. Super. That's what's up. Mm. That was like the major ones, but <clears throat> yeah, those probably about the major things. You know, I got my own publicity stunt. Mm-hmm. Everybody got pu- publicity stunt, mm-hmm. but me and Vicky, we working. You said what about publicity stunt? Everybody got a, Everybody got publicity stunt. What, everybody what, doing that nowadays? You saying? But what, like, what you mean? Yeah, publicity stunts like, but mine don't be fake. What I, whatever I do be real, like. I don't plan it out and be like, oh, we're going to do this and that. My bl- my publicity stuff just happened. Like, so you're saying like shit that people do to get those clicks on social media. And you're saying while other people might manufacture them, this is really what you're doing. Yeah. But you're doing it kind of for a reason. Yeah, it'd be like something that just happened. Like, like, well, not no, not even no violent shit, positive shit. Like, I'm the type. I remember one time I took 2,000. I just handed out 20s downtown. I, I'm not the type to put it on the camera though, but if somebody record me, shit, they record me. Mm-hmm. This is how I am. I like to give. That's the publicity stunt, but it just happened. It wasn't like for no, for no stunt. Like I planned to do. I was just like, man, I feel like giving out money, so I went to the bank. 
No, I think I had like 2,000 on me. I had got that morning. So I just handed it all out. That, I wish I could say it like this. Yeah, I just happened to have an extra 2,000 I just had that morning. <laughs> Let me hold something, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so how do you feel about manufactured um, publicity stunts, though? Um, you feel they're necessary in the game? See, they're cool. I mean, it'd be funny to me. I'd be down there. I like the laugh. I love the laugh. So my ad be got, you know, cracking up. I mean, but people doing everything out here from what, like, Counting insane sums of money to just yeah. talking shit to people to just stunting in their whip or whatever, you know. Can you give me an example of a time where stunting goes right and then a time where stunting goes wrong? <laughs> stunting goes wrong. I love Vicky to death, but stunting gone wrong. Her <laughs> Snoop Dogg, that shit, that was going wrong. That went all the way left. Girl, I told, I told her she was retarded. <laughs> but she, that's my friend though. I, I, I fought with Vicky, but... And I was like, girl, yo ass, you, them hoods gonna be out to your ass. Bring your ass to the south side. It's just like, he an OG, so. Yeah, but then Stun go right. Black youngster. Throw his money, now everybody wanna do it. Yeah. They wanna show a million on the ground. But yeah, yeah. I know niggas who, who, who ride around the truck with a million, and you wouldn't even never know. Yeah. I got a video. <laughs> I ain't gonna show the video, but. I'm talking a million dollars. We just riding around with a million dollars in the truck. And you got to stay strapped when you ride around with a million, right? Oh, no doubt. Big sticks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't get no pistol yet, so I ain't uh, got nothing but sticks. But you're 19, 20? Yeah, I'm only 19. When's your birthday? December 10th. You throwing a big party, right? Um, every time my birthday come around, it be like something bad, so I just stay in the house. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn. Damn. <laughs> So I know we did a, we did you know we interviewed you before and, you know we talked about how you linked up with free bands and stuff but so yeah. for the listeners like this is their first time you know seeing a piece on Jacob tell us a little bit about how you know how you linked I up linked free up band. with free bands uh this is around my senior year the end of the the end of the school year you know doing me my mama I went to casino trap my mama dropped me off she loved dropping me off trap see I just seen casino he's like damn this shit hard. So we did a song right there and got down. He was fucking with it. So probably a week, a week or two later. See, cause see, I was broke. Casino paid for my prom, my graduation fees and shit. Casino and Mark. So he took me to Future. I was sleep on the couch then. Future was like, just like, you the nigga that be making beats. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Then he, we did a song. And then the songs we did at, at the studio, the files got lost. Damn. Mm-hmm. But shit, we got over 500 songs now. And it been a year later. Who, you in Casino or you in Future? Me and Future, me and Casino got about over 100. What was it like meeting Future for the first time? I kept laughing. <laughs> so everybody was like, what's so funny? Well, I was just laughing because I was asleep. And I, I just woke up to him trying to dap me up. But <laughs> he didn't know I was asleep because it was dark. And I had on my hoodie with some shades. So... I just woke up to a hand like this. And it was oh, like, yeah, he slapped you while you was asleep. No, nah, he was trying to. Yeah, yeah. He was like this, and I was just knocked out. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, you know how you think you died and God just reaching out <laughs> to you like that. So that's what that's exactly what I thought. So I was dying laughing. And it was just like, why you keep laughing? I was laughing for a good 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> laughing at his own joking shit. Yeah. I'm weird like that. How long were you making beats before uh that whole situation you meeting with uh future? Um since Beginning in ninth grade, mm. I had started. So I was, it was like four years? Yeah. You was using FL back then? 
Nah, I'll make beats on my phone. I can pull up my very first beat I ever made. That shit ass. <laughs> it called Pocket Band on the it's Android. Trash. How many beats did you make before you made one that could work, that could be used? Ooh. I know a good four, five hundred. Damn, four, five hundred beats? Probably more than that. Because my beats, I made so many beats every day. That's why. It wasn't like I'd make a beat one day. Then I wasn't playing with it. I was taking it serious since the first day. I'm, my mom used to be like, cut that bullshit down. She used to always tell me that when I had moved back in the house. Because you represent something that's kind of rare. And we talk about the whole making 10 beats a day concept, right? And everybody thinks it's a battle between quantity and quality. Hell yeah. no. But if you can cut this shit up fast and it's a hit, like, shit, that shit fire. Like, everything I make not a hit, but 80% of the motherfuckers hard. Well, to me, they are. Everybody got different opinions. Mm. But to the majority of the people that hear them, they be like, oh, shit, that's it. Like, Granny Crib, I made that beat in <clears> six, seven <throat> minutes. And I did on live. Granny Crib, Lil Dirt. That was a that was a throwaway beat, but everybody liked it. I ain't never liked the beat. What qualifies to use a throwaway beat? The motherfuckers I don't like. <laughs> How do you know when they're like throwaway beats like that? Mm-hmm. Like like Granny Crew, it was just dumb. It was just one sound, two sounds really, and some drums. Them some throwaway beats. Them them I'm sleepy beats. <laughs> but you know that's what some artists are looking for. So how do you know when to play those or play the beats that you think are hot? I just go down the list. I start from the last one I made, just go down the list, let him choose. But that day, Dirk, uh, I think, see, he he in boyfriend mode with India. He loved that girl. So <laughs> he was he was doing something, and then I was like, I ain't finna wait at you. Wait on you at the studio. I'm just going to leave some beats. So I just left like five beats. I left that granny crib, that 2.5, and that, and that don't love. Oh, and I left, no, I ain't leave Melody that day. It was and there was some more beats that day, but that day, I know I left them three beats with some more. We got some hard shit. That's what's up. So you're officially signed to Free Bands? Yeah. Like. So one thing we wanted to ask you about, kind of like, um, how's it different? Well, more so, can you give us maybe some pros and cons of being an independent producer versus being signed to a label? I mean, see, I like money. I like getting all my money, so... Then sign to let me, you know, you got to share, but you can't be stingy for long. Somebody going to take your ass off. So you might as well just share it and just, and plus, like, you being signed and you not get 100% of your money, that's going to make you work harder. So you can go get all the money. You know, we talked to Drummer Boy earlier this week, and he was telling us his story of being signed and kind of like his specific situation. So I just had a couple questions about your situation. So do you see all of your back end with that? All of my back end? Yeah. That's so, on contract, but I'm going to just say no. Okay. So, no. I so, see majority of it. So, we're going to talk later about your contributions on Superfly, right? So, for example, if that's done under the umbrella, you know what I mean? And that, though, you know, that movie's licensed, that goes to Netflix, you may not necessarily get all of that money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get majority of it. So, in exchange for that, you know, what is the trade off for you? Like, uh, said, what you mean? Well, by giving up some of that back end money, what do you get in the in, in the front? Oh, I get my, pause, get... <laughs> <laughs> bro. <laughs> okay. Front end money, I get, I get all of my front end money. Like, I'm serious. Like, okay, you no, know, 
I mean, that's how it's supposed to be, though. But, like, if they want to, they can take it. But they fought with me, so he ain't, he ain't like that. Plus, I'm crazy in a way. Like, I got him. You know, I'm on the fuck shit. So in, the, so in this particular situation, it's kind of one of those things where, like, when you get your money up front, you got to kind of plan for what you're going to do until you get your next... Save. Yeah. Okay. That's all we're trying to find out, because these cats, you know, there's just so many myths and rumors and misinformation yeah. around major label deals. Nah. See, I ain't even signing a major label. It's just, you know, independent label, free band. Yeah. Ain't nothing like... It's weird, because, I mean, it's tech, cause we were talking about that. Y'all consider y'all independent label. But y'all have these major, major worldwide acts, right? What's Super. it? What's it like to have those big acts on such a small label? Amazing. Like, uh, some people they'll. I mean, you could just scroll and you'll see it. Like, like the last situation when with the girl talking about she was finna fly out for five thousand five and thinking she ain't finna do that. Hey, bro, so do me a favor. This situation is actually relatively new. Did y'all hear about this? No. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and tell that story because this is a good story. Go ahead. It's a little, it's a it's a girl talking about she been texting future. So she trying to fly out. He she booked a plane ticket to fly to LA because he told her to come. It's all on Instagram. He probably be getting a five thousand five hundred. So he got down. I don't know if I was there or not. He ain't no telling, but he said he was with his son. So he told her to get sexy. She talking about she not on the type of time. They bitch think she finna fly out, <laughs> grab some money, and come back without doing nothing. Girl, you finna throw it back for the game. So she gonna try to get online and basically be like, try to blow future spot up, talking yeah. about he need to reimburse her. But like, she the fool. Every grown person know you didn't fly out. He didn't fly you out there to hang yeah. out. I ain't come over here for nothing. Play checkers and chess. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Celebrity and fame is that motherfucking monster, man. No, that like, shit's weird. Situation like. I use some about situation to blow up. Like they just come out of nowhere. They don't be playing. Yeah. None of this be playing. Yeah. How do y'all deal with those situations when they come? Like, especially when the situations are more serious. Laugh at it. Mm. You know, still have like make sure everything's straight. You can't do nothing but laugh at it. Positive eyes only. Mm. Do you feel safe moving around the city? Always. I got a pit stick. All right. So that brings me to the next question. So there's been a lot going on this week. Um I won't get into everything, but I'll just say this. We kind of saw a few posts from some free bands members regarding the new rules in Atlanta. So we just wonder if you could elaborate on that. New rules in Atlanta. New the, rules. The niggas, they don't be from Atlanta. They'll come thinking they say this and that, thinking they can. Or they'll, they not even from Atlanta. They from the outskirts and thinking that they run shit. So thinking they can take over shit and do stuff, you know, like they say. But they ain't. Mm. Mm. Anything else need to be known out here? That's it. Shit, that's pretty cut and dry. I mean, I just, I just want to know. I'm out here moving these streets. I want to make sure I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? Me and mine. Nah, you good. It be, it be fake ass rap niggas. Yeah. The cat, big cappers. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, how do you feel about the uh, current situation with like producers? How they feel underappreciated? Like, um, especially with like OG Mako recently posts, and then that whole situation with Russ. To him, I don't know. But that post one for me, I know that. I know I'm very appreciated. Like, I'm I'm still humble. But I'm at that point where I'm like, fuck being humble. Mm. You just do you. But mm. now nah, I'm going to still be humble. But like OG Mackle, like, they don't be the engineers. I mean, that that's probably just hit producers mm-hmm. like that. That you guessed it. That shit with ass. 
I never liked that song. It was just funny to me. Like, I like I I'm gonna say I ain't like the song. I like funny songs like that. It mm-hmm. just that wasn't music. That was bullshit. He probably knows bullshit though. Bitch, you guessed it. Boom, boom, boom. Like this shit ass. I think he mm-hmm. said when he made it, they was just drunk at a hotel or something and then they just whipped it together. Oh, yeah, see, yeah. He, he even knew it was bullshit, but that's fine that blew up though. Yeah. Appreciate it. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But like, as far as like producers, like some producers, they probably just want to be making their beats fast, but at the same time, they got to forget it's art at the same time. You just don't want to cook up, boom, boom, boom. That's speed. Yeah, I got speed. Just made it be in five minutes, but I bet them motherfuckers don't sound good. Like, like my beats, like, they switch up all the time. I make a beat. You'll be like, is this the same beat that's on? And it'd be the same beat. How long are you usually spending on a beat? Like, average range. The the longest I spent on the beat was probably like thirty minutes. That's still that's still pretty quick though. Do you engineer also? Myself, I be I be ready to fight the artist when I engineer the artist. So I don't engineer the artist. <laughs> what what concepts of engineering do you bring when you're making beats? I guess engineering, uh, like mixing my beats. Well, yeah, I guess I guess when somebody t- when I know and I've watched you, right? You cooked up in thirteen minutes. You put the beat together. I don't know how much time you spent on the sound design or the mix part of it, right? So, and that's where a lot of people do spend a lot of time. I just cut them off, go cut it down. <laughs> oh God, I don't like doing all that. I'm gonna level it, make it sound good. You mm-hmm. know, if if it's too much bass in something, I'll take that out. You know, it don't take them like three seconds to do it. Mm-hmm. That seems to be what most people say. Keep it simple, you know. Yeah, yeah. but it's still an art. What um? So like, what advice? Like, cause there's a lot of producers out here that would love to get signed by free bands. <clears throat> love to get signed by you know any any you know little label, not even a little label, any you know not major. You know what I mean? Yeah. Independent label. Like, what advice would you give to like you know them trying to establish trying to that connection? Up. Yeah. And they just need to get buddies with the A and R's, except for the A and R's at Atlantic. They try to get niggas to remake your beat. For real. I don't like that. But get friends with A&R's. A&R's, they the plugs. You know how you got the middleman? They the middleman. All you got to do is just take them out. Commit. I'm going to need you to rewind it. Because you don't get to just say Atlantic Record be me- remaking people's beats <laughs> and don't talk about that shit. They try to get their pro- they producers to remake beats. This somebody your homie told you they try to remake your beat? or yeah, It happened to me. Talk about it. Uh... Ain't really too much to say. I met an A&R. Ain't, you know, I don't like saying names. I'll say the label name. But What's the I label? Atlantic. Atlantic, okay. Atlantic. Any, any subsidiaries? Hmm? Any subsidiary labels involved besides Atlantic? No, it was just Atlantic. Yeah, I worked with them. And they showed me the song. And they start adding shit to my beat. I did not approve. I want all my money. Hmm. I could have added that myself. But they added Basically, you're trying to force you into a split. Basically. I don't like that. I don't, I don't like working like that at all. I get mad. Damn. So here we are. We've come to Overrated, Underrated. Oh, and we got right, ATL right. Jacob on the Producer Grind podcast with Overrated, Underrated. So here's how this segment works. We present you with five topics. You simply tell us if you think that topic is overrated or underrated. And if we think it merits further discussion, we'll ask you about it, okay? All right. All right, so ATL Jacob on the Producer Grind podcast with overrated, underrated. Overrated, underrated. Omnisphere. Underrated. Mm, say more. Oh, why? Yeah. 
I love Omnisphere. It's so much you could do with it. I still ain't learned everything. That's all I got. Omnisphere and Keyscape, that's all I got. Because I don't still plug in. I buy my shit. Mm-hmm. I, I paid about a thousand at Guitar Center on Omnisphere and Keyscape. Then I paid for Nexus. I paid the full thing. That shit about over three bands. Damn. Shit. And you, work, you work a lot with um, sound designers, right? So, uh-huh. so do you, how, do, how does that situation work out? Or for the producers that want to get with a sound designer, how do they go about doing that? They got to meet them. Uh, I met this sound designer at Morehouse. And then nigga from overseas, though. That was crazy. He went over. He went back overseas, but he fine. He what's, just, what's his name? His name, Ricardo. But he just... <laughs> He just uh like, like he'll he, he got an IG. Can we highlight Ricardo? I don't think I think he do. I got his number. That's okay. about it. Well, don't put his number. <laughs> oh, of course not. Yeah. Uh, but he like he'll make sounds from scratch, like from nothing, like from a sign or a triangle. Mm-hmm. That shit fine. You find that to be like? Does that really help you create your own lane when you have those sounds that are real organic and no one else has? Yeah, that too. And you can he'll use some of the sounds that. It's already on there, and he'll make a new sound from it. Mm. It's just hot too. I mean, I, I know a little bit of it. That's why. That's why I blurred the screen. Everybody can ask why I blurred the screen on that video. Because <laughs> oh, these cats was. Bit. I don't think y'all understand. Like I read the comment. Like, <laughs> somebody said, "It's my screen. It's my atmosphere showing porn." <laughs> I was laughing. That's my favorite comment. I remember that one. That's funny. Hey, the dudes, like, it's just, I don't know what it is, but something about sitting at home and just watching, they find stuff we don't even think about, man. Like, nah, stuff, they can yeah. on some stuff. Stuff we ain't even catch editing and shit. <laughs> that was like, we already know it's Omnisphere. Uh, duh. <laughs> you don't know what I'm doing, though. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's an outtake right there. You don't know what I'm doing, stupid. Use <laughs> that shit. All right, overrated, underrated with ATL Jacob on the Producer Grind podcast. Overrated, underrated, Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A. <laughs> we just had Chick-fil-A this morning, last night. What kind of sauce? Chick-fil-A sauce. Chick-fil-A sauce. Eat. What about the Polynesian? The Polynesian. I ain't never had it. You ain't never had the Polynesian? I'm not the type to like condiments. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't eat ketchup. I don't eat mustard. Just I plain. eat ketchup? Yeah, no, I eat your nasty. fries. Salt. You straight up. Plain Jane. Yeah. <laughs> plain Jane watch. But... I feel like Chick-fil-A underrated. Mm. There it is. Uh, overrated, underrated with ATL Jacob on the Producer Grind podcast. Overrated, underrated, being able to play keys. That's underrated. Super. Say more. I love piano. I love instruments. Not just playing keys, playing in- playing instruments at all is underrated. Like, people should do it mm. more. It's more organic. You don't want to have everything perfect and quantitized. Oh, yeah, I got Big C coming. Oh, we supposed to race the board, bro. Oh, shit, we were just with Big C this morning. <laughs> oh, boy, board. shout out Big C. Hell yeah, shout out Big C. I know one of the reasons we asked you is because um, before I joined Producer Grind as a member of the team, I had went to one of the events, and Zaytoven was there. So Zaytoven was talking, and we all know Zaytoven, and he nice on the keys. And somebody asked him, what do you think about learning how to play the keys? He's like, bro, if you already out here producing, you don't know how to play the keys, just figure it out. Just figure something out, but you don't need yeah. to learn how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't worth the time. Yeah. Like, you don't have to play piano, but if you already, yeah, the way you say if you already producing, like, that means that's your own style of doing it. But it just, 
Playing keys <clears throat> way faster. Unless your ass can got them click. Yeah. Them clickers. Your girl might love your finger. <laughs> you a wild boy. Do you think um, playing keys helps you learn other instruments faster? Yeah. Well, nah. Playing saxophone, do. Alto. Now, why? Why is that? It's kind of, kind of almost the same. Like alto, clarinet, it's the same key fingering. But then when you get the trumpet, and shit, whole another level. Now, when you get the French horn, it's a whole another level. Yeah, I tried playing alto sax in like third grade, fourth grade or some shit. But I ain't, started I ain't third. For yeah, I, I, I played alto sax for five years. For real? so yeah. you nice. No, I mean yeah. I could get. Well, here's the thing: monophonic instruments are easier to play by ear. That's what it's called, a saxophone monophonic? Yeah, because it only plays, you can really only play one note at a time. Oh, you can't do chords. Yeah, yeah. so I can get gotcha. on a saxophone, like, especially with how simple a lot of songs are now. You can get a saxophone play long, ain't that hard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's make, nice. You need to make a uh, letter L sax pack. <laughs> <laughs> sax Yo, loop. hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Trap jazz. I'm You're serious. Deep. Yeah. How that uh, uh, cash is on that on on that uh, trap Sinatra shit, but uh. okay. So we still got <clears throat> ATL Jacob on the producer grind podcast with overrated underrated, overrated underrated the spins eight oh eight. And before you answer that, I'm a t- I heard the spins eight oh eight on ESPN Sports Center. Like that's where this shit is going. Like they talked about it. No, like <laughs> I could hear. I know what the spins eight oh eight sounds like when a beat is playing that. Like I know what the shit sounds like. Yeah, cause it not nothing hit like that. Yeah. Nah, I want mm, spins that away. It used to be underrated, but now everybody, everybody and their mama using it. So I say overrated. What? But nah, fuck that. It's underrated. It's so much you could do with it. Mm. That's why my my like you can tell I use the spins that away. But sometimes folks be like, how your how your shit sound like that? It's so much you can do with that eight away that you can't do with others because it just it just hit perfect. Do you ever use like a um like a rack device for your other way or do you only use samples? Samples. You said rack device. Well, I, I use reason, so I call it a rack device, but I mean like a VST for 808. I, oh no, I just I just keep it simple. Yeah. That's what it is. Overrated, underrated with ATL Jacob on the Producer Grind podcast. And lastly, ATL Jacob, overrated, underrated, face tattoos. Face tattoo, overrated. I got zero tattoos. I call my scars tattoos. Mm. <laughs> oh God. Like face tattoos, like you don't need face tattoos to be tough. You, I, you I just feel like a, if you rapping, it's only a matter of time till you get a face tattoo. Nah, you can meet a, you can meet a, man, I know niggas just kill us with no tattoos. Facts. And they they love to they love to kill. <laughs> That's how I know he from the gutter, because he just say shit like that, so matter of fact. <laughs> but it's, it's facts, though. Right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for the overrated, underrated segment. And that leads me to the next question. We saw that you posted a picture with Logan Paul on your Instagram. Oh, yeah. That so, went crazy. Yeah. So just tell me about, tell everybody about how that relationship happened. And- Logan Paul, shout out to Biscuit. Y'all don't know who Biscuit is. That's who y'all need to know. He is the industry. Wilson Warren. He linked me in with Logan Paul. He really linked me in with a lot of people, mm. but uh, I met I met him I met Logan from Biscuit. Logan, he's super cool. But ever since I put that picture up, uh, my DM and jumping like his fans. Logan got some crazy fans. They be like, "Tell Logan I love him." They'll blow me up like 
can you send me his number? I just want to talk. Damn. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> they still DM me now. Damn. Damn. I think I got DM like two days ago talking about what are you and Logan working on? How long ago was the pick? How long ago was that the pick? That was a minute ago. That was like yeah. three months ago. Jeez. Yeah, his fans crazy. So what y'all doing? Y'all working on music? Yeah. Send it to, you know. No, I ain't sending to him. I was in there. I don't see him beat. I just remember it. We was, we was the Ashley in Atlanta. Right. So Did your what, Instagram blow up after that? I got about, that picture? I got about five, six hundred followers when I posted a picture. That's Damn. it from Logan Paul? Yeah. He's got a pretty good following on Instagram, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, he's got like millions, right? Super. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. 10 plus. Yeah, he lit. So I guess here's my question. You seem pretty well adjusted, right? Um... And, you know, you talked about your background being a little rough. You know, you experience the success now. How do you feel about fame? fame? You're getting famous. You're next to famous people. You know, you're working with a lot of famous people. I see it as, like, see, these just some, some rich niggas. Rich niggas from the hood. Some of these famous folks don't even be from the hood, and they be rapping about hood shit. Mm. And I just be looking at them, like, <clears throat> fake as hell. Like, giving them that look, like, fuck it. To make some money off you anyway, but then it be like the niggas that be really hood. Them niggas I fuck with, I don't like fakers. Does a growing level of fame affect your lifestyle? Uh, sometimes like I could walk at the mall, certain people know who I am, or like they'll come up and be like, "Can I collab or can I get some beats?" Da 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 da. Or I, I like when I was just in LA, I walked inside the store. They would just, they played like three songs I produced back to back. I put it on Instagram. Hell yeah, <laughs> shit. But I don't feel famous. I just feel, because I still pull up to the hood, all of that. So I ain't like I'm famous. I just got them known. It's a difference. But, and we're going to talk about this in a minute, but, and that kind of leads us to the next question. But once you start rapping, it's only up from there, though. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I'm a rapper now. I started rapping three days ago. So what made you start rapping? Uh, when I was in Miami, I was supposed to do the song with this dude, and he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, you can hop on it. So I'm like, shit, bet. So I'm getting ready to record. I sit in the chair. He told the engineer, don't let me record. Then he was like, damn, I'm paying for this time. I ain't got time to be playing. <laughs> Any, it might not even sound good, da 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 my like, shit, fuck this shit. I'm gonna shit on his ass. I don't need shit on niggas, but I'm gonna shit on him. <laughs> so I was like, I'm rapping now. And my music sound better than his. I mean, he got some hard shit, but all his new shit ass that I heard. But it was like two songs I heard that were hard as hell. Mm. What was yeah. your response to it? Because we reposted it. A couple people commented on it. On me being a rapper? Yeah. My response. Or what was it? Just kind of like as you put that out, how did people kind of respond to you? Oh, they love it. They told me I need to drop a new song. So I'm going to fly down, get this feature from Money Bad, yo. That's hard. That's what's up. And you collab with uh, Southside on the uh, song you just dropped, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, They want me me to... uh, Oh, shit. Yeah, they love me. Is that a collab that y'all did specifically for you to make a song or just something you had? It was just something I had I went through. It was probably a beat somebody skipped over. Was like, I don't like it. So mm. I was like, shit, I like it. Hell yeah. Would you recommend to uh, producers to start rapping on their own beats if they can rap? Yeah. How I mean, do, how do they know if they can rap? Like, cause you know, certain people think they can. How would they go and like check that? Like me, I still, 
I'm just now saying I'm a rapper, but I've been doing music since elementary. I've been rapping since middle school in the trap still. But them bullshit songs, like I was shy. Now it's just seeing all these big artists record. Now it's like, fuck it. This shit easy. But it really ain't. But it's a, it ain't, but it is. It's easy to record. I was going to say, it seems like the music is easy, but everything else isn't. Yeah. Like, making beats probably the easiest thing you can do. Yeah. Now you got to go on tour. You got to get features. Yeah. You got to do photo shoots. You got to do videos. You got to look a certain way. It's like you stepping into a whole different world. Yeah. yeah. So how serious are you about being a rapper? Like, you, you dead ass, like, about to be all the way with it? Or are you just playing after, with it? Or? After I dropped that money bag feature, that means... I know I'm be in it for real. So I'm mm. wait to drop it. So I get like a few more placements that I'm looking for. Mm. Like Ed Sheeran. I don't even like rap music. I'm sorry, what? Say Ed Sheeran. I said it right. You yeah, you want to do a feature with Ed Sheeran? Sheeran? No, nah, not a feature. I want to produce <coughs> something for him. Oh, oh, that would be dope. You do one song with him, you set for life. True. Hell oh yeah. God. Right? Should have probably yeah. be in movies and all that shit. Man, what? You know it. This man gonna live forever. <laughs> Crazy. I can't wait to do something with him. Hell yeah. I think he with Atlantic though. So they might have to wait. <laughs> That's dope, though. You know, you got our full support with the rap career, for sure. Yeah. That's hurt. So the next question we were supposed to ask was about this blurry screen, but you kind of already addressed it. But I do want to take a moment to kind of talk about, <clears throat> you know, what we see in these comments, right? And so you reading the comments on these videos. Can you talk yeah. about that a little bit? Comment. Some folks was, uh, it was like a couple positive ones. They was like, they basically said what I said, like, yeah, of course it's atmosphere, but you don't know what he doing to it. You don't know how he get certain stuff to sound like, how it sound, anything. So positive comments, then negative comments. But do you really think like if you wouldn't share the screen, like people really would have been able to pick up some crazy shit that you know, you got them geeks who pause the video. And really Put go slow-mo. Look at the numbers. <laughs> now, how, now, how, you, how you gonna talk shit about those geeks? Cause maybe some people got good at making beats. That's why I used to do back in the day. I would pause the video, everything. Nah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's you know what I mean? That's what yeah. I was about to say. I was that geek that did it. <laughs> when, I, when I first started, like, I ain't, I don't even gonna say I use YouTube, but I like watch like cook up videos, like not how to videos, just videos of folks cooking up. Like, cause I never said this, and then my first time putting this out with, I looked up the Metro. I used to look for videos of him cooking up. Not to see what he do, just because I like every beat he make. But now, you know, we in competition. I got to mm-hmm. get on top. I'm I'm going to be better than him. Facts. On top. I could dig that for real. And that's still my partner. Hell yeah. You really love making beats, man. Oh, yeah, super. I respect that, man. I respect that. Where are we at? <laughs> I don't know. We've been bouncing all over with the questions, but... I guess this would be a good point to segue it into uh, one of the segments we got. It's called the unfact. So what we do is for 30 seconds, you describe the topic that we give you without pausing, saying um, or just stopping that all. And so you understand? Yeah. All right. So the topic for today is describe the difference between being a producer and a beat maker. The difference. Which is another thing that they they talk to you about in the comments. Remember oh, you yeah. had said something. Oh, yeah. They were, they were going in. Yeah, yeah. Evo <laughs> don't like me. You know, you got haters. <laughs> So now you, you can clarify for him, you know, let him know exactly. Being a producer, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, we got it's gonna be 30 seconds, all right? All right, radio. ATL Jacob, you are on the um factor. Are you ready? Super set, go. Being a producer and a beat maker, a producer 
they actually go in. Like yesterday, I had a session. I was actually recording lyrics, you know, songwriting. I do it all. A beat maker, they'll make the beat, send it out. Be like, I wonder if he rapped on it. Or, or they'll even Ten just seconds. go in and just load up the beat, walk out, and come back to the song done. That's Five, a beat maker. You got to be a producer, though. Three, so it's a bit different. Two, I work on the music. One. Hey, Tio Jacob, you have passed the um factor. Good job. Turn a. He did it so smooth, too. I know, right? Just having a <laughs> conversation. Like conversation, for real. <laughs> All right, man. So the next thing I definitely want to ask you about, I'm not going to lie. I'm probably the most excited about this in the office, man. It's super fly, the remake. And I, I think one of the reasons um, I'm excited about it and I'm watching other people, I'm having to get them excited about it because, you know, and now I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit older, but I'm not that old. I wasn't around when the first Superfly came out. But yeah. I do remember what it meant to the generation before me and putting that many black people on film and showing us in, a, in our full beauty. And that's what you guys are kind of doing with this movie. And, and Future is an executive producer. Is that correct? Yes. So with you having that relationship, did you have any involvement with either the movie or the soundtrack? Like, not to sound like I'm the shit, because I know I'm not the shit. There's always going to be somebody better than me. But I got the hardest song on there. And after the album drop, like, after tomorrow, folks going to be trying to steal my wave. Like, oh, shit. You know how you make a new wave that nobody doing, never did, never heard it before? That's what me and Future did. Yeah. Mm. I'm happy that he's going to drop it tomorrow. And I'm just prepared for folks to steal my wave. So you guys got the lead single. What's the title of it? Nowhere. It's the last song on the on the album, on the soundtrack. So is it more of like a, usually the last song is like more of like a slow, emotional type shit. Is it like that? It is, but it's like another wave. Mm. Do, do you know where in the movie they use it? I do not. I haven't even seen the premiere. Mm. You ain't seen no clips or nothing? Uh-uh. Is there an Atlanta premiere? Hopefully. I'm trying to be in a bit. I mean, oh, man. So you don't even know. Uh-uh. When's oh. the movie drop? Drop soon? I think it next drops week. next Friday. Yeah, next uh, Friday. So I think the, the premiere will be next week sometime. Yeah, on the 15th. Yeah. Time. The song, I won't... I mean, the whole album is beautiful. Like, amazing. It's just... After that last song, like, you just be like, damn... I want him to start making music like this. Mm. Like it's fire. Who all's on the album? Uh, like producer wise, shoot producers and artists. Producer wise, of course. Uh, actually, Willa Fool, Young Chop on there. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. yeah, shout out Young Chop. That my boy, fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he funny as hell. Uh, Bro, I follow him on IG. That dude's hilarious. Willa Fool, Zaytoven on there. Me, I think that's probably another producer. Oh, and dude, uh, produced that song with Young Bands. I don't know his name. That bad. Mm. I, and I also heard DJ Burn was on there too, right? Oh, he probably is. He put he put up a big post last week, kind of about um him and and the Five Points Bakery and DJ Funky's involvement. Oh but, yeah, DJ Funky on there. Yeah, he he got a song on there. Yeah, cause that's one. I remember we were talking about it. And he was like, DJ Funk called me like, I made that beat. He was like, you made the beat. Yeah, he really made the beat. Mm. That's crazy. What about artist-wise? Artist-wise, uh, The Weeknd on there. Of course, Future. He's on every song. Uh, young Bands. Who else? Uh, well, I got the playlist on here. <clears throat> it's a couple artists on there, though. You got... 
Oh yeah, Young Thug on there, part of this though, 21 Savage. Somebody named Scar. Lil Wayne on there. In Gunna. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Gunna and Lil Wayne on the same song? Nah, it's Thug and Gunna. Lil Wayne on the different song. Did you hear the news today about Lil Wayne? Nah. He, he won a settlement. Carter Five coming out. Oh, yeah. I seen That's that. Hard. Eight yeah. figures. Eight figures. Bro, I'm so geeked. From this, Birdman? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I said, this is God just letting it open for a real summer this summer for music, man. Because it's just crazy, some amazing right? things happening, bro. Fuck up the summer 18. <laughs> and you got Hashtag. more records coming out, right? Oh, yeah. Of course. Uh, well, money bag. I'm going I'm to just do his whole EP. The EP he's talking about. I'm going to just produce the whole thing. Oh, shit. About six songs. There's going to be another wave on there, too. I, I'm bringing him out of his element. So we got Superfly, we got Moneybag, what else? Superfly, Moneybag. Um, what else project I'm on? I forgot. I got a list that my lawyer got. I just got to look at it. Also, I feel like it just feels like it's time for another future mixtape. It's starting to feel like that. Beast Mode 2 coming up. There it is. it is. Hell yeah. I mean, that's what they said. That's what I heard. <laughs> Ain't no telling. Yeah, they said it was supposed to come out last time. They said every year. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Well, you know how them blogs be. They said Beast Mode 2 coming after Superfly or some shit. I don't know. Ain't no telling. That shit probably got made like four or five times by now. <laughs> I feel like he knows he ain't telling us. I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> so what else? Um, where can we find you on social media, bro? ATL Jacob, Instagram. Well, Instagram, ATL Jacob, SoundCloud, ATL, put a space in Jacob. Uh, I'm going to be on Apple Music sometime next week. With the new song? Yeah, and then I'm going to do that feature with Money Bad. I'm probably put that one on there. Hell yeah. So I could be an artist. Let's shoot that video. Oh, yeah, and I got shoot. I got shoot both of the videos. Hell yeah, I'm going to shoot a video while I'm out of town. I was going to say, uh, I don't know what you're doing. We definitely got to get it behind the beat for the Superfly joint, too. So. Oh, yeah, super... That'd be hard. Yeah. I'm a, uh, got to. When, after the, after the project drop. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. Wait till, but I'm going to talk to y'all about it. For sure. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Appreciate you pulling up, man. No For doubt. For sure, man. Hell yeah. Sign out another dope episode through the Scrum Podcast. Peace. Peace. You dig. <laughs>